Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for the Kutel Ochus, Yoridea, Chelik Shani, Ochus Kibudavoyim, Halacha Beis, Paragraph Yud Beis. Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Tzav, Shabbos Hagodov, Tavshin Pei Gimel. We dedicate the learning today, Rilei Nishmas, Sora Basra Yisar Be'ev, whose yard site is on the 9th of Nisan, and Rilei Nishmas Yitzchak Rabbi Yosef, whose yard site is on the 10th of Nisan. We dedicate the learning also for a complete refuel shalema for Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Idis Basmer and Brindle, Michal Sora Bas Hadassa, Michal Esther Bas Ruhia, Yaakov Yeshua ben Feindel Rechel, Shlom and Nisim ben Mazel, Avram David ben Chana, Sorry Gittel bas Chana Riva, Indachasa bas Chana, Miriam Esther bas Sorry Gittel, Avivilana bas Yispendel, Sorocha bas Yispendel, Soraleya bas Chavaliba, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Rochel Leia bas Malkiito, Avram Moshe ben Hanasega, Chaim David ben Hanasega, we're in the middle of a discussion about the holiday of Pesach based on chapter 71 in the second half of Likud Iman. We spoke about Pesach and now we're going into Shvishal Pesach. How are you based? Based on what we've been learning till now, we'll be able to have a deep understanding of what Shvishal Pesach and the splitting of the Red Sea, which took place on Shri Shal Pesach, is all about. The Zohar Kodesh tells us that when the Red Sea split down on earth, the Yam HaChokma, the Sea of Knowledge and Wisdom, split open also. And that made it possible for Kalisrael to be able to achieve a very, very high level understanding about Hashem. As it says in the Mechutor, that the lowest caliber person, the least intelligent person, a maidservant, crossing the Red Sea, was able to see and understand Hashem more clearly than Yechezkel Anovi. Hainu, Shezochu, Yeshefa HaMoichin. This means that Klal Yisrael was able to a flow of Seichel. Yeshefa Noyam Ho'elion, Yeshefa Godol Moi. We was able to a flow of this Noyam Ho'elion with tremendous abundance. Vizebachinas, and this is what the Pasuk says, Vayiboku Hamoyim, the water split, Vayavoyu Bene Israel, Besarchayam Bayabosha. And the Jewish people were able to walk through the sea on, on dry land. Because as Rabbi Mazal explains over there on the Kutiman, this Noyam Hoelyoin is always flowing. However, but because it's such a bright light, we can't receive from it unless we prepare a keli, like we spoke about earlier, or at special times. Because 
And this is also the concept of the sea of knowledge, which in the sea, most people cannot go into the sea. Because a person will drown because the light is too bright in this Yam HaChachma. Just like the sea itself, a person has to be trained and professional to be able to travel the sea. However, through the great kindness of Hashem, the sea of Chachma was split open and Hashem revealed paths, clear paths of Das and Seichel, Shehem Shvirei Hayam, which are the paths through the sea that ships and others travel through. And therefore, the Jewish people crossing the Red Sea at that time were there to be able to receive that flow of Noyam Ha'elion. And they were to a very high level understanding of Hashem. This is what Kriyas Yamsuf is really about on a spiritual level. And this took place on the seventh day of Pesach, which is the sixth day of the counting of the Omer. We begin counting the Omer on the second day of Pesach. And as the Arifal explains, what from when we start counting the Omer, the first day is Chesed Shebechesed, the second day is Gevura Shebechesed, and so on and so forth. The sixth day is Yesoid Shebechesed. And we know Yesoid is Yosef HaTzadik. And we know that it was especially through his merit that the sea split. As it says in Tehillim, Hayom Ro'o Vayonos. The sea saw, what did it see? It saw Vayonos. Tomashidosh Shabbat Senesama, as it says in the Mesutah, it saw the coffin of Yosef HaTzadik, about whom the Torah tells us Vayonos. He ran outside. He ran away from Potiphar's wife when she tried to seduce him. Yosef Uvachinas Tikana Bliss. Because Yosef HaTzadik is the representative of Tikana Bliss through this tremendous test that he passed. And the fact that he went down to Egypt when he was a 17-year-old boy, and he, he got out of prison when he was 30 years old. And it was only after that that he got married. And Tikkun Abris is Tikkun HaKovoid. The Chinas, as the Pesach says about Yosef HaTzadik, Osa Salikinus HaTosi, that when he was born, his mother said, now my now Hashem has gathered in my shame and embarrassment. Now I no longer have to be ashamed in the presence of my sister because I also have had a I also have a child. The so we see that Yosef takes away shame, which is meaning the opposite of shame is covering. The Yosef and Yosef Hatzadik also contains inside of himself the aspect of Yaakov. Yosef the Yaakov Nechshavim Kiechot, Kamuva, because the Zohar tells us 
that Yosef and Yaakov are considered like one. We know that on a simple level, the Torah tells us that Yosef HaTzadik's life paralleled that of Yaakov Avinu. We know that Yaakov Avinu gave over the majority of his Chachma to Yosef HaTzadik. Mm-hmm. According to Kabbalah, the letter in Hashem's name, Yud K Vav K, the letter Vav represents Zerampin, the six spheres of Zerampin, which are Chesed Gvura Tiferes, Netzachoy Yisoy. So you have Yaakov in there, Tiferes, which is the lead of Yaakov Vinu, and, and Yaakov, the whole Zerampin is called Yaakov, and you also have Yosef, who is number six. He's the Vav, he's number six. Both Yaakov and Yosef are represented by that letter Vov. The Alkane, Rav Nosenthal now is drawing parallels between the story of Kriyas Yamsuf and all the different details that Rav Enazal presents over there in Likute Maran. The Alkane, Pirnes, Yosef, is other than Sechov. And therefore, we find that Yosef HaTzadik supported his father and brothers. They were charity cases, in a sense, when they came down to Egypt. And he's the one who gave the charity. Yosef HaTzadik supported his father and brothers. This is an aspect of Tzedaka, which we learned previously, that that's what's needed in order to be able to receive that light of the Noyam Helyon. Ki Yosef hu b'chinas ha-hoylodo shenimsheches mi Noyam Helyon alidei ha-tzedaka. Because Yosef ha-tzadik represents that birth that's accomplished when there's a flow of Noyam Helyon because there was a vessel prepared to receive it through the tzedaka. And it's therefore that through this aspect of Yosef, that's what, it, it's in his merit that the Red Sea split. And we explained just before that the sea splitting means the Yam HaChachma opening up, a flow of this Noyam HaElyon. Because if you look over there in the Kutimran, and as we've been learning till now in this halacha, in order for that Noyam Ho'elion to flow, which is these Moichen of Eretz Yisrael, you need Tzedaka, you need Tikkun Abris, which is Tikkun Akovoid. All of these things are mentioned over there in the Kutim Ram. They all, these are all, they go together. Paragraph Yudgimel. V'yoz b'shaz kriyas yamsuf ha'yisroel nesunim b'tzara gedoyla. When the Jewish people were about to enter the Red Sea, we were in tremendous danger. Ki hisigoi sam ha-mitzriim chaynam alayam. Because the Egyptians had caught up to us when we were there standing at, by the entranceway to the sea, and the splitting of the Red Sea for the Jewish people was very difficult for Hashem. Why? Because there was opposition. There was persecution against the Jews. 
there were angels who said, why should the sea split for the Jews and not split for the Egyptians? They're idol worshippers and they're idol worshippers. As it says in Medrash Rabbah and in the Zohar Kodesh, because at that point in time, because the Jewish people left Egypt in a hurry, they ran out. Because we couldn't defeat the Sitrachra completely at that time. We couldn't repair the Choyvlin, the Moichen of Chutzlaretz. Because we didn't have the power, the holiness needed to repair those chayvlin, those damaged moichen, which is what the sitrachra draws strength from. Alkane, therefore, because we had not defeated them then, that's why the Egyptians came running after us. And when the Egyptians caught up with the Jewish people then, we were in tremendous danger. Because we cannot defeat the Egyptians unless we first repair those damaged moichen, those choivrim. When we succeed in repairing those chayvrim, by doing that, we'll, we are able to extract all the holy sparks that fell into these chayvrim, and then these chayvrim will fall. They'll be defeated completely. Because what keeps the Sitra Achra alive, what keeps these moichen, function, these moichen of chutzpahs functioning, is those holy sparks that are found in there. And the moment you extract, you remove those holy sparks, the Sitra Achra falls. However, unfortunately, we didn't have the power to repair those chayvim at that time, because we weren't able to prepare that vessel properly and completely to be able to receive that flow of by which we would have been able to repair the Chayvim completely. And that's why there was this opposition, this prosecution. How are these different than those? What the Sitra was saying is that the Jewish people don't have enough merit to deserve to be able to defeat the Moichen of Chodzachoyzlan and to be able to, to deserve to have this great miracle performed for them. And, and the Jewish people didn't have the power at that time to prepare the vessel that's needed to receive that flow of by which we would have been able to repair the and bring about the downfall of the Egyptians. 
ומייחל שאינו הם זה הכוח. And since the Jews don't have that power, מדוע ינצלו בהם? Why should the Jewish people be saved from the Egyptians? However, Hashem had pity on us. And Hashem went ahead and split the Red Sea because of the merit of Yosef HaTzadik. He is super Tikkun Abris, which means he is Tikkun HaKavoid, Bechinas And he did fulfill the mitzvah tzedakah. And in addition, Hashem also used the merit of Avram Avinu, who performed acts of kindness and tzedakah with the whole world. He was Makari of everyone. And based on the merit of these tzedakim, the Yam HaChachmah split open, the Zohu L'Shef HaNoyam HaElyon, and all the people were Zohu to a flow of this Noyam HaElyon, V'oz Kiblu Hashpoh V'asogazu B'Shleimus Godol. And then, at that point in time, we receive this flow, this very high-level understanding of Hashem. Ad Shehizchilu L'Histakein Gam B'Chinas HaChoyvon. To the point where we were able to start repairing the Choyvrin. And as a result of that, the Choyvrin fell into the Neimim. <coughs> and this is what's, what's shown by the Egyptians coming into the sea and drowning in the sea. Because whatever good, whatever holy sparks were in the Egyptians was elevated and repaired. And then the evil, which was the Egyptians themselves, who were drawing from those holy sparks, they fell into the sea and they died. Because what sustained them, what kept the Egyptians alive, was the holy sparks that had fallen into their domain. And this is why the Torah tells us that the Egyptians followed the Jews into the sea. I know what this is telling us is, when the sea split and there was this flow of, of based on the merit of Yosef HaTzadik, then the Egyptians who represent Moichen of Chutzlaret, they came along, they wanted to come along for the ride. And then whatever toiv was found inside of them, among them, whereby the Egyptians were able to draw from this toiv because the moichen had become damaged. It was moichen of chutzloret. And that caused some good, some light, some holy sparks to fall into the hands of the Egyptians. 
ועכשיו נסתקנו החייבים. אבל עכשיו החייבים החייבים נפלו לי בנעימים. החייבים נפלו לי בנעימים, ועוד פעם, על כן נסבר הטוב, ואולב נכלל בקדושה בסוף הנעימים, ‫ואז-אי-כשאולו-ונסבר-הטוב-מהם-אנד-זן-ווין-זה-גוד-דה-וס-פאונד-אינסייד-אג'יפשן-ווין-אט-לפט-אט-ווין-אפ-אט-
we started to really repair the Chayvrim. Bebchinas Chavolim, Nafoli Baneimim. And that's what eventually led to the downfall of Egypt. Through all the great wealth that the Jews took from the Egyptians when the Egyptians drowned in the sea. Whereby the Medrash tells us that the wealth that we took from the Egyptians when they drowned in the sea was far greater than the wealth that we took out of Egypt. Because during the splitting of the Red Sea, that's when the Jewish people took all of the good and all the holy sparks out of the Egyptians. As a result of having repaired these chayvim, these moisten of chutzpahs. Any questions, please? Question in the chat regarding the fact that Rav Nosenthal said previously that the fact that Yosef HaTzadik supported his family in Egypt means this was an aspect of birth. <coughs> Rabbi Nosenthal shows of Likutimaran that the greatest display and, and arousal of Hashem's kovoid is when a new child is born. That increases the kavod, the malchus of Hashem, as we spoke about this in the previous shiurim. Hashem becomes a greater king because ein melech b'loyom. You can't have a king without a nation. So as the nation grows, he becomes a greater king. And Rabbi Nizal also explained in Kedmon that in order for there to be a birth, there has to be a flow of this noyam ho'elyon. There has to be noyam means sweetness. And, and it's synonymous also with ahava, love. There has to be a, a, a super ahava generated between a man and a woman in order for them to get married and to produce a child. And, and that comes from this noyam ho'elyon. But Rabbi Inzal said, in order for that noyam ho'elyon to flow, it has to have a vessel to go into. That's where the tzedakah comes in. Tzedakah is what prepares that vessel. So that's how all of this comes together in Yosef HaTzadik. Yosef HaTzadik is the symbol of Tikkun Abris B'Shlemus, number one. Number, and Tikkun Abris B'Shlemus means producing a child. Remember, we spoke earlier that Chil Abris is wasting seed, Hashem. That's the worst sin. That's, that's desecration of the covet of Hashem in the biggest way. So Tikkun Abris, is is cover is elevating the covet of Hashem, which uh, which caught, and and the stucker prepares the vessel by which this noyam ho'elyon can flow. The clearer a person is in that chapter on the Kudimran, the more everything clicks together very well. Oh, another question. There seems to be an ambivalence in Rav Nosson's words. What are we trying to do? Are we trying to defeat the chayvlin or to repair them? The answer is both, meaning we always, we have this concept in many different flavors, different variations of this, that there are certain clippers, there are certain forms of tumor that must be destroyed. When it comes to Amalek, Hashem says, wipe them out completely, men, women, children, animals. There is a certain type of tumor which can be repaired can be integrated into the Kedusha, and the whole Shlemus of the Kedusha is dependent on that. 
For example, Gerim, converts. For example, Toysvith Shabbos, adding, taking part of Friday and making it into Shabbos, taking part of Sunday and making it into Shabbos. These are examples of something that's Sitrachra. A ger is a non-Jew, starts out as a non-Jew, but this, this non-Jew has the ability to be integrated into the Kedusha and really bring a tremendous Shleimus to the Kedusha. Another term for that is Klipas Noiga. This Noiga, which is a Toivara, it's a combination of Toivara, and there we have to be able to recognize and identify the Toiv and the Ra, the toiv has to be elevated or incorporated, integrated into the Kedusha, and the Ra has to be eliminated. Any other questions, please? And we're talking about this on Friday, because this is the day when a major, major form of this takes place. The Arizal says, we had this previously, the Arizal says this is the secret of taking a hot shower on air of Shabbos and bathing in hot water, because the Arizal says, on Erev Shabbos, on Shabbos, as we're going into Shabbos, everything gets elevated. All the worlds get elevated, and everything gets elevated, because this light, this great light, this Noyam Elyon is going to be flowing on Shabbos. So what happens is, these Choyvlin come running, they want to get into the act. And now it's important to be able to separate the noiga from the to separate the good to, and take that good and integrate it, include it into the Kedusha and make sure that the bed, the real bed, stays out, is kept out. And the Arizal says, by us taking this hot shower, this causes a fire to come down from heaven, a shalhuva de'esha, we had this previously, that slices, that separates between the part of the bed that can be integrated into the Kedusha and the part of the bed that must be kept out. Now, Rav Nosenthal clarifies the, the part about the Shifcha and Yecheskel Hanavi. Paragraph Yedalid, V'zeh b'chinas ro'as o Shifcha al-ayam, ki Shifcha z'b'chinas chutz lo'et. Because the Zohar HaKadosh tells us that Eretz Yisroel is called Gevirta, Eretz Yisrael is called the queen, the princess, the, the holy woman, the Isha Yira Hashem, and Chutzloret is called Shifcha, the maidservant. Ki Shifcha Zerchinas Chutzloret. Ki Eretz Yisrael, he givirta. Eretz Yisrael is the woman of valor. Zerchinas Isha Yira Hashem. Of which the middle letters, the second letter, spell the word Sarah the Shin of Isha, the Resh of Yiras, and the Hay of, of Yudke Vavke, because Sora Imenu was the first representative. <clears throat> she and Avram Avinu were given Eretz Yisrael, remember? The Chutzloretz, who bechinas Shifcha, whereas Chutzloretz is compared to the Shifcha, Hagar, Shemishom Yemitas Mitzrayim, and that's where Mitzrayim draws its energy from. Bechinas ad bechoyer hashifcha, as Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, tell Mr. Paroi that when we when we dis, when we kill all the all the firstborn, we're going to kill his from the king to the maidservant. Ad bechoyer hashifcha. 
in Mumbai, the Zoyal Kodesh, and as the Zoyal Kodesh speaks about this, that the Sitrachra is referred to as this Shivcha Bisha, this evil maidservant, in a sense. Vyachshov, Shenistaknu Gam HaChoivlen, and now, at this point, at Kriyas Yamsuf, when the Choivlen were also repaired, the Hainu HaMoichin Shochutzloretz, the Chavolim fell into the Neiman, the Egyptians fell into the sea, and the good was repaired. So that even the Moshin of Chutzloretz were able to join and become part of the Moshin of Eretz Yisrael. That's why the Torah says that the maidservant was able to see Hashem. The Moichen of Chutzloret plugged into the Moichen of Eretz Yisrael and were able to benefit from this great high-level Hasaga. These Moichen of Chutzloret were able to see and understand through this flow of Noyam Hoelyoin, Shehi Bechinas Kriyas Yamsov, which is what the splitting of the Red Sea represents. Shenivka Yam HaChochma. Remember, the Zoyal Kodesh says, the Sea of Chochma split open, was opened wide. Open wide meaning revealed. It starts with closed, closed, locked, hidden. The high level understanding of Hashem is hidden. And then by the Kriyas Yamsov, Hashem blasted it open. It split apart. And now we understand why Yaakov Avinu married maidservants. Bilha and Zilpa were called Shvachos. And Yaakov Avinu was able to bring forth from them holy Shvatim. Because during the time of Avraham Avinu, where the Tumah had not yet been repaired completely, that Tumah of the snake, the original snake, the, the, the Tumah, the, the repair that Avraham Avinu had to do, only took place as a result of bringing a Yishmoel into the world. So that the tumor went into Yishmael. Alkain, etzlo yadayin hoyabchinas shifcha measitrachra. And therefore, during the time of Avram Avinu, the shifcha was still from the side of the sitrachra, hogar, sheyotsamimene Yishmael. And therefore, it produced a Yishmael, shehu hazua moshel hamoichin, who is the tumor, the waste matter of the moichin. Bechinas pegama moichin, damaged moichin. Bechinas moichin pegumim shel chutzloret, like the damaged moichin of chutzloret. Avon Yaakov Avinu. However, when we go to the third generation, when we get to Yaakov Avinu, hoisam mitosoy shlema. The Medrash tells us that Yaakov Avinu's bed was complete, was whole. All of his children were religious. Because at that point, Yaakov Avinu had already been purified completely, just about, from this tumor of the snake. And therefore, when we come to Yaakov Avinu, 
at that point in time, the shifa, which is good, is already already has a had had a tikkun, a major tikkun, and there the moichen of chutzlaret are already included in the moichen of Eretz Yisrael. They're already bikdusha. And therefore, Yaakov Avinu was able to produce from these maidservants holy shvatim. Now, Rav Nassim Zal is going to put the cherry on top for this. He's answering a lot of questions here, but now really comes the cherry on top. Now listen to this. The wording in the Mechotah there is that a maidservant was able to see Hashem more clearly than Yechezkel Anavi was able to see Hashem. Why specifically Yechezkel chosen out of all the prophets? Yechezkel Hanavi Because the Nevoah of Yechezkel Anavi that, that, begins, that begins in the beginning of the prophet Yechezkel where he saw the throne of Hashem and the angels of them took place when he was in Chutzlaret. And the Gemara asks in Mayat Katan, how could it be? We know that prophecy only comes to a prophet in Eretz Yisrael. What this is telling us is that this flow of prophecy, Ruach HaKodesh, Moichen, Noyam Ho'elion, is only in Eretz Yisrael. And the Gemarim says, Ki hoyo hoyo dvar Hashem. That prophecy that, that's found in the beginning of the Sefer Yechezkel begins with the words, Hoyo hoyo, though it was, it is the word of Hashem. Shehoyokvar, meaning the Gemara says that this was not the first prophecy that Yechezkel Anavi saw. He had already seen prophecy when he was in Eretz Yisroel. He nisnabe mikoidem Eretz Yisroel. Yechezkel Anavi had already received prophecy when he was in Eretz Yisroel. Alkein hoyoyochoy lahasig nevuah gam And that's what made it possible for him to even receive prophecy outside of Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because Yechezkel Anovi had already received this flow of Moichen, this flow of Noyam Ho'elion, Be'eretz Yisrael, inside of Eretz Yisrael, that's what made it possible for him to even continue receiving prophecy in Chutzloret. Why? Because when that Noyam Ho'elion is flowing properly, then it's able to repair even the Moichen of Chutzloret. And that's what made it possible for Yechezkel Anavi to be able to receive prophecy outside of Eretz Yisrael. When the person is first to see that prophecy inside of Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, we conclude that 
that Yechezkel Anavi was an example of someone who succeeded in this process of Chavolim Nafuli Banimim, Shezeh B'chinas Nevuas Chutzlaretz Alidei Nevuas Eretz Yisrael. This is the concept of Yechezkel Anavi being able to receive Nevua outside of Eretz Yisrael because he had already received it inside of Israel, meaning that the Vinoya Moelion by him was first class. Proof is he received this prophecy in Eretz Israel, therefore he was even able to repair the Moichan of Chutzloretz. He was even able to receive a proper prophecy in Chutzloretz. Abu Bavadai, his Galus Pachinazu shall Havola Nofi Baninen, Shahoya Bishas Kriyas Yamsuf, Hoyogoto Yoiser, However, the performance, the performance of this which took place at the crossing of the Red Sea was on a much, much higher level than the performance of which took place by Yechezkel Anovi. Why? Because Yechezkel Anovi was saying that prophecy when he was in exile, when the Jewish people were actually in exile. And in addition, that revelation was only to him, only to Yechezkel Anovi, to one individual person. Whereas when the Red Sea was split for the Jewish people, we were no longer in Golis. That was during redemption. We were out of Egypt. We're already going through the Red Sea. And therefore, at that point in time, there was an incredible, incredible revelation. And it wasn't one individual person that saw the whole Israel, hundreds of thousands of people that were there, men, women, and children, all were able to see see this great light. Meaning that the Moichan of Chutzlaretz also got a Tikkun. And even with the Moichan of Chutzlaretz, they were able to see this great light. And this is why the, the Mechilka says the maidservant at the sea was able to see Hashem more clearly than Yechezkel Anavi. Yechezkel Anavi specifically, Ki hasokas ha-moichin shel chutz l'aretz, shehein b'china shifcha, shenichlu v'moichin shel l'aretz Yisroel, because the, the understanding that these moichin of chutz l'aretz, which are shifcha, which plugged into the moichin of Eretz Yisroel, the role of the Sigu Gamkin Miyama and therefore the, the Shifcha, the Moichan of Chutzlots, was able to see this great light. That level was higher than the, the revelation, the, what, what Yechezklanovi was there to see. Shezocha Gamkin Lahasig Bemoichan Shel Chutzlots, Hasogas Nevoa, whereby Yechezklanovi was Zoycha. With, with the Moichan of Chutzlaret to achieve prophecy. But the revelation, the high level understanding of Hashem that was revealed at Kriyas Yamsuf was far greater.
it's interesting. I remember as a child hearing about Yechezkel Anovi and reading a little bit about the beginning of Yechezkel, and you get the impression that, whoa, this is the highest. This is the top of the top. He's describing the throne of Hashem and the angels and everything about it, everything going on there. And this is the Haftorah that we read on Shavuos, on Shavuos morning, which is in, in a certain way the holiest day, Matan Torah. And I remember in the Shurim of Tikkun Ezoya that Rav Rosenfeld gave, in the introduction to the Tikkun Ezoya, it speaks about this, about Yechezko Anavi, and it shows that his Hasago was in the Olam Hayetzira, meaning that there's much, much, much higher than that. There's Bria and Atzilas and further and further. We'll just finish this paragraph. Paragraph Tesvav, Nimsa, Bishas, Kriyas Yamsuf, Bishri Shal Pesach, so now we see that at the time of Kriyas Yamsuf on Shri Pesach, that's when Claudius Royal were involved in repairing these Choivrim, not just on Shavuos, like we learned in the previous year. And that's why right after the second Shri Pesach, or in Chutzlar, it's, you know, one more day, Chometz is permissible. Because after this occurred, now we're allowed to eat chametz. Because now, after Kriyas Yamsuf, we have the ability to repair the chametz, which is the moichen of chutzlo, it's the chayvlin. Because we already started to repair the Chayvlin at the time of Kriyas Yamsuf. Because it was there that the Egyptians fell and the Sitrachra was given a final major blow. And therefore, at that point now, we are in a position to repair the Chayvlin. We can, we can engage Chameitz and deal with it properly, be able to, to defeat the Ra and elevate the Toys. And this will explain why on the holiday of Shavuos, then we're actually bringing a Korban from Chameitz, which throughout the whole year we're not allowed to do it. Because on Shavuos is when the tikkun of these chayvim, this mechon of chutzlaus, is completed, really completed. As a result of the incredible high-level flow of this noyam elyon that's taking place at the time of matan torah. And therefore, then we have to bring breads, chametz sticker breads, as a korban. In order to repair the chametz also. Because the real finalization of the tikkun of the chayvrim, which is this chametz, takes place on Shavuos. However, even after Shri Shal Pesach, we're already permitted to eat chametz. 
because we're already in a position to deal with it, to try to be in it, since we already started the process of repairing the Chayvlin at the time of Kriyas Yamsuf. Any questions, please? Question. Shabbos HaGodol. What is the avoid of Shabbos HaGodol? There's a tremendous amount written about it. Rabbi Nezal, in a chapter in the Kutimran, Torah, Reish, something, Reish Nun Aleph, I believe. Reish Nun, Reish Nun, Reish Nun Aleph, Rabbi Nezal mentions there towards the end of the Torah, he speaks about the word Gedolos. Gedolos means miracles. It says by Elisha Novi, Sapronali HaGedolos Shosa Elisha. Tell me of the great miracles that Elisha Navi performed. The miracles of Pesach, Yetzias Mitzrayim, begin from Shabbos HaGodol. Because Shabbos HaGodol was when we took the sheep, and Hashem told us to prepare the sheep for Korban Pesach. We took the sheep and tied it to the beds. The sheep, which was the idol of the Egyptians. Sheep, is money. It's called Ashtoros Karnayim. Asteroids are sheep, sheep because the Gemara says Shema Ashrois is Balayim. Sheep make their owners rich. The Gemara shows how every single part of the sheep can make money. The wool, the hooves, they're all different parts of the sheep. The sheep represent wealth, money. That was the idol of the Egyptians, just like it's the idol today. And they took the sheep and tied it to the bed to say, we're preparing to bring this as a korban as tzedakah, we're going to give tzedakah. And the Egyptians looked on, and they were powerless. They couldn't touch the Jews, because again, this great light, this noyam ho'elion started flowing, this, this shield that we were protected. And that's when the miracles of Yitzhiz and Sraim really began. In the Haftoira, one of the Mephoshmites in the Haftoira of Shabbos HaGodol, you'll see they also uses the word HaGodol in one place. There are a number of explanations, and and we know that Rab, the oldest farm tell us that the following week draws its real power, its real foundation from the Shabbos preceding it. So this Shabbos, the holiday of Pesach, which is going to begin during next week, is drawing its whole power and light from Shabbos Hagodol. We should deserve it to make it a Shabbos Hagodol, to be full of simcha, no cast, no anger, no no sadness, super simple to prepare Arab Shabbos, to make all the preparations for Shabbos as early as possible, the men doing their mitzvahs, the women doing their mitzvahs, and, and to celebrate Shabbos with super simple, all the, the learning, the davening, the eating, the sleeping. Bezerche to the Gula Shlema. Amen. Thank you, Rav Nassim. Good Arab Shabbos. Shabbos Shalom. Thank you, Rav a wonderful era of Shabbos to all.